Back to the board, episode three. This is Will. It's your boy, Christian. Uh, we back at it, y'all. We back. They can't eat an undertaker. This is true. <laughs> got hot Call takes. It. I got cold takes, but here we go. Clip back with sure. us. <laughs> Hey boy, it's your boy it's special K. You know what we do. Preaching, preaching in the building. I'm ready to get my sermons. I'm gonna let y'all go. T, let me man. know when the time to step in and get a prayer. Damn, my bad. Damn. <laughs> and you know we got T in the cut, you know, big T. Big T Anthony in the cut, man. Here for another episode, man. Week three already. So four that brothers. means week four is gonna be a month. That's crazy. Oh, brothers, blood can't make us no closer, man. Hope everybody. Had a good week. Right. We're going to get straight into it. Let's talk about Captain or Captain, what we got on the list. So first things first, uh, before we get to the Las Vegas Aces, congratulations, ladies. Uh, I wanted to mention Las Vegas a little bit because me and my cousin, T, <laughs> we got a special relationship with Las Vegas. Las Vegas, T, man. Second home, man. Let me tell you. Um, I'm going to have to tell you, man, next time we, we go to Vegas, next time... No, you go to Vegas, we're going to have to all plan something, all four of us. Yeah. And at some point, if we lucky enough, get out to a Las Vegas Aces game, man. What you say to that? Yeah, bro, definitely. Because time, every time we every time we go to Vegas, they ain't never. We be months apart, bro. It be crazy. It can never be months apart. In fact, if we all four of us go, it's got to be a year apart, all right? We ain't no way we could do that. No, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> when, when, Cuzzo, when Cuzzo go, he go yeah. like at his time and then like three months, four months later, then I go to Vegas. Like mm, they ain't yeah. never, at the, yeah, we never at the right at the right time. But One of these days, we, we gonna, gonna have figure to clean. something out, man. Yeah, it's the shake. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but it's amazing out there. Um, so, yeah. shout out to Las Vegas Aces. They repeat as the WNBA champions. Asia Wilson mm-hmm. wins the finals MVP. As she should. We know that Brianna Stewart, Brianna Stewart, a former UConn legend. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cap. She won the regular season MVP, and there was a big buff about Asia Wilson not winning. So, with Asia Wilson winning this finals MVP, considering the fact that Sabrina Ionescu has her own shoe, mm. Asia Wilson has mm. her own shoe at this time. Uh, I would think so, man. It's about that time. A repeat? Give her the shoe. Give her the shoe. Two dec- it's been two decades since somebody's repeated in the WNBA. Give her the shoe. It should be a no-brainer, bro. I mean, if you really, if you really about promoting the WNBA, because let's face it, if we're if we could if we compared both conferences, we're talking about the NBA and the WNBA. Right. The WNBA is so technical, it's crazy. All right. They have some of the greatest ball handlers in the league. So the fact that they don't get as much viewership is a bit wild because you can find you can find skills over there that you won't see in the NBA, at least not to that degree. So for her to do it twice, they yeah. just, we shouldn't be talking about a shoot deal. We should just talk about her <laughs> brand. We should be talking about a brand deal. Yeah. All right. She, she's the one. She's the face you want off the WNBA if you're trying to get hot. That's facts. I ain't finna, I, I ain't finna lie to y'all. There's some niggas in the NBA. There's some bums out there with them shit with their own shoes. I'm just saying, own clothing lines and shit. Asia Wilson should had her shoe when she was a rookie. Like, and I look. There's nothing against Sabrina. Look, some I ain't got nothing against Sabrina. Sabrina's a ba- absolute baller, but she also knew Kobe before she like got. 
She had trained with him multiple times. Yeah. She she she's kind of she's had a connection <clears throat> to that circle. It was a lot easier for her to get a shoe than it was for Asia. Mm. Sabrina didn't necessarily mm. have to prove herself because she came out of college almost with the shoe. Asia does not want it back to back chips. <clears throat> look, look at this. Her regular season stats, bro. Look at this. 22, almost 23 points a game, 10, almost 10 rebounds, and two assists. You put that in the NBA, right. that's a solid fucking. That's solid regardless of the WNBA or the NBA. Nigga, she, she was almost averaging a double-double. She was one short of a triple. Now, obviously, she'd have to get assist ups a lot to get that, but that's a that's a solid. That's an all-star in the NBA. You do that yeah. season to season, and not only that, you do that as a rookie, and then you do it again the next year, and then you get chips? No, yeah. My, not the shoe deal. Give her the brand deal. And I'm not talking about the little stuff, and- like, she need something homegrown and here. Mm-hmm. In my honest opinion, that's almost – I know it won't count like that in the stat sheets, but hear me out. She did it her rookie year, and then she did the year after. Not too much has changed. It's almost just a year one rookie. I mean, she's been in the league a year. Mm-hmm. And then tapped back in, did it again. So as far as I'm concerned, she's still a rookie, and she did it again. Her, mm-hmm. her, her potential is only – her upshot through the roof. Her market value through the roof. There's no, there's no consequence to giving her a shoe deal. And let's let's check this out, right? Um, accolades. I know accolades aren't everything. It's a team game. Serena Ionescu. <clears throat> Guess how many defensive player of the years? <clears throat> None. And regular season MVP she has. Zero. You're right. Asia Wilson, not including the finals MVP, has four. There it is. No shoe. So mm-hmm. I, I, I know the powers that be, and we're going to get too far into this. I know the powers that be want a certain person <laughs> to be the face of the league. It's not happening. Right. Give her her shoe. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, look, uh, last thing on that. If the face of the NBA is the face of the NBA, who we know who it is, then the face of, uh-huh. a, of the league that it? doesn't. Who is the face? Hold up. Who the face of the NBA? <laughs> Until he leaves, is LeBron. Until he leaves, is LeBron. Everybody else is fighting for that Prince title. Steph Curry. No, I was playing. Which, you know, that could be Hey, speaking of LeBron, one thing I uh, one thing I was talking to Nicole about yesterday. Go ahead. This would be a this would be good for business. This would be good for Nike. This would be good for LeBron's brand within Nike. You know, they got Jordan, where Jordan has his own athletes that are under Jordan. Team LeBron, what if the first person that's part of Team LeBron is Asia Wilson? You know what I mean? Damn. That would be that would be a bigger Dang. endorsement than the shoe itself. Hey, because, I feel a back to the past coming. That'd be crazy. Yeah, because, uh, and I want you to piggyback off this with that back to the past, T. Um with the lady, especially, you know, lady that's in the WNBA being the first member of Team LeBron. That'd be tough. Not only does that allow her to get that recognition, but league-wide, the WNBA, oh, LeBron, <laughs> his first team member is in the WNBA? Tap uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, continuing on, uh, we're going to move to the NBA. I want to hear, I really want to hear Christian's uh, take on this, right? Talk to uh, me first. Down. But we saw Damian Lillard's debut in the preseason for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I have to say, 
I've never seen Damian Lillard. Obviously, he is an offensive juggernaut. He's one of the greatest shooters in history. Steph Curry wasn't Steph Curry. He probably would be the greatest point guard shooter in NBA history. I've never seen him as energetic on defense as I saw him in his preseason debut with the Bucks. He's moving. He's picking up. He's talking. So, with that in mind, we're going to start with Christian because I know this is your team. Um, Damian Lillard states, you know, he's never felt this good. He has never been this open because he's always mm-hmm. in double and triple team. <laughs> where do you that. see where do you see this going with Dame and Giannis, aka freak time? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Let me talk to y'all. Let me talk to y'all. Let me talk to y'all. All right. Let me, let me uh I know, I know my man Kenyon is the preacher, but I have a sermon for y'all. Oh. Dame has descended from on high. Now, we saw a man who was hungry in Portland. We saw a man who broke his body. Hey yo, hey yo. Hey, we get striped, boy. Nah. Hey, this whole thing for to get striped. Go ahead, bro. This is the last one anyway. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> We even make it a month yet, bro. <laughs> we finna get striked out, folks. Go ahead, bro. He was starving in Portland. Absolutely starving. <laughs> I, he oh, did what he man. did. He put up his shots. He didn't miss. And they still couldn't get it. Still couldn't get it. Now we get him to Milwaukee. First game in. Y'all gonna stop this. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop this, all right? Hey, man. Come on, do your thing, brother. <laughs> I feel so hurt. Come on, Christian. You got it comfortable. All right, a comfortable dame is the most dangerous dame out there. All right, it's, it's like you have the help you've wanted all this time. And if you take a look, Giannis is comfortable. Now, I know... It was only about they've only had about two, three games so far. But you can't tell me you don't see the future in this team. The right. first game, after they first game, Giannis had 16 points, eight assists. I think he even had two blocks. All right, now that's about a regular day for Giannis. But when he can do that and still have gas in the tank coming down the fourth, that's playoff potential right there. That's dangerous come late game games, because that's what that's what will kill you in these playoffs. All right, when they when they, when it's time for clutch time, when we're talking about third quarter, five minutes left, fourth quarter, two minutes left. Hell, I'll even give you second quarter, three minutes left. All right, <laughs> when you need to set the tone before halftime, and we need to finish the game out in the last quarter, that's the kind of energy you need. And now we got Dame and Giannis feeding off each other. Chris Milton is the third option. I. I may be getting ahead of myself. This cat may be a little too big for my britches, but my ego and my heart are telling me they going to the promised land, fellas. They going. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I see it. Can you? Come on, twin now. Come on, blood. <clears throat> Anyways. Come on, brother of mine. Don't forget now. <laughs> I can't forget every time I look at the mirror, I remember it. By heads, by heads. Uh, (laughs) They took off the head. (laughs) Okay, Chris, put your head back on. I can't see. 
<laughs> but look, Christians. We solemnly like, pray. As, as much as I, as much as I, we in the church of we in the church of hoops here. As much as I, as much as I want to, you know, I always like to get after Christian. He's not wrong. Like Dame is playing defense. He's giving out all, all different sides. Because think about it. Stop typing, Will. <laughs> you we're gonna get rid of this chat folks. That's gonna be the reason we can't do this no more. But look, because y'all abuse it. When Dane was in Portland, what was his job? Get buckets. Why? Because yeah. nobody on the team could do what he do. Everybody had to do separate other jobs. You know, dish, hustle, rebound, outlet, all of that. His only job was to get buckets. Because if he does it, they don't win. Now mm-hmm. you're in Milwaukee, and you got a team that'll out hustle anybody. You got a team that's willing to get in the get in the paint, grab the boards, do all the little things, and necessarily you're almost in the same position because now they're only asking like, okay, you can just shoot. Now, if you want to give more effort on that, you can, but you don't have to. You don't have to only shoot because that's the only way we can win. Now you can just shoot because we got everything else covered. So now he's giving it on the defensive end because he can shoot, and now he's got the freedom to really dive into his defensive bag, really look at tendencies, look at how somebody's shifting on the ball, looking at how he's got Giannis on, right behind him. So if it gets past him, it's not really getting past him. It's just moving on to a higher difficulty when they face Giannis. So now he's got the freedom to play defense. Not because he was excluded from playing, but he has the freedom to do so. And when I tell you that's a different dimension of Dame that we about to find out, because I really think Dame could have a real defensive upside. I'm not sure he's going to get any mm-hmm. all-NBA defensive teams, but he might be mentioned a couple of times. Because <clears throat> we already know what he can do on the offensive end, and now he's got the freedom to find out what he can do on defense. Shit. I don't know about yeah. y'all, but that's a scary team to me. <clears throat> that's a scary, scary team. And they, I'll say they starting to make the uh... – Oscar Robinson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comparison. So, man, better be a great season because I don't know about that. Man, we'll be playing Earth without a hater. Speak on it, T. Go ahead. Come on now, it's just a preseason, bro. Come on now, (laughs) it's just a preseason, bro. It it ain't gonna be what you think it is, bro. Promise me, promise you that. I said promise you, but promise you that. It ain't gonna be what okay. you think it is, man. You know Promise what? Land, yeah. Promised Land is crazy. They face one team with Dame and, and Giannis on the court together. This, this is one team. You know what? You know what? You right, T. I will give you that. It's 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 they did it one time. But bye bye stars and stripes. Is it only team one time? One shot to prove yourself. Wouldn't be the world without death, taxes, and T shit number team. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna set us up before it we. Ain't, it ain't shitting on the team. It's just... <laughs> hey, hey, T, T being real, T being real. It is just preseason, but look, we're gonna set up a back to the past. We're gonna, we gonna set up a little back to the past wager, right? Okay. Um, so clap a cap. Oh, the Milwaukee Bucks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals <clears throat> this season. This nigga. <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. I, I I clap it. 
I ain't gonna say they ain't gonna, you know, get like that. But I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna clap it up. I'm gonna clap it up. I'm clapping for the, it the whole I'm for the that. whole taking the whole thing though. I, yeah. I can't. I can't do okay. it. Gotcha. So they make it to the conference finals. I'll clap that. I don't think they're gonna win the championship. <laughs> I propose a question. What do you propose for the future? Should they bring home a chip this year? Year one, they put it out there for the, for the angels and demons to hear me on equal terms. If they bring home a chip, what's that mean for their future? What y'all think? Man, I feel like I feel like Dame. If he win this year, I don't know. Year one with the Bucks, and he gets his chip. What was it? What we I say? I, I don't really know that he has a reason. I mean, maybe he wants to two peat. I mean, he got his ring. I don't know. Maybe he goes back to. Uh, I don't know if he goes back to the Blazers, but I don't know if he stays more than two years. If they win this year. If they win, damn, that's that's a tough take. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, if they do win, bro, I mean, in this setting, I feel like it's set in stone. That might be, you know, where he finish out his career. Well, it's not easy to find help like that. Yeah. No one says that the Portland ain't gonna make moves after that he left. You know they got cat space, they got personnel changes that they they can't do something and then bring him back into new and improved. But they bring home a chip this year. Somebody get this on record. I agree with T. This might be where he he he, he rests his head on this one. This might be the final move. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Typing yeah. your paper. I hear you. <laughs> Let it be known that here on back to the board, I. Right, we get it done. We are multifaceted, all right? Yeah. Uh, Grind don't stop just because we going to bullshit a little bit. Since he typing his back, what you, what you got on our 40K? Come on, sermon up. I'm going to go ahead. You know what? If, if they win the chip, I think it would be hard-pressed for Dame not to stay. And I say that because now that you've been ring chasing, you've been so loyal. I and like you've kind of built your identity on being loyal. It feels it will feel hugely disloyal to leave a team that finally brought you the chip after you left from a team that you were so loyal to but did not give you the help you needed. Did not really listen to your input or take it seriously enough to get the starter. Or the help that you wanted. And you finally get to a team that already has it set up. And they get you the chip. For you to turn around and leave maybe one or two years later. It just don't feel. I just don't see it happening. Especially with the way Giannis is built. Giannis mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like Dane. A family man. A man that's loyal to the team that drafted him. A team that you know. Because he's kind of like Dane. Dane was from you know. An out of the way school at Weber State. They took a chance on him. They got one of the most revolutionary point guards to ever play. And the Bucks took a chance on a real lanky, slim kid from Greece. And they both turned out to be superstars. So it kind of feels wrong that two of the most loyal dudes in the NBA, one would leave after getting the chip. You get know what I mean? I just don't feel like, especially with that culture that they built in there, which is all about loyalty because it's Milwaukee has become a big city, but they're still kind of a small city market. Even with Giannis there, you bring Damon, it's gonna now the upgrades your media day, of course. But I just feel like it just be it be hard pressed for him to leave now with that kind of mentality in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call it. 
That's solid. <clears throat> We're going to see. We're going to see. It's definitely Dame Lillard, man. I, I have, I'm going to repeat myself, I've never seen him move with such uh, ambition and uh, vitality, if you will, on the defensive end. So they're looking good. We're going uh, to move to the West Coast. And uh, first, uh, there's some there's some interesting news coming out of Golden State. But first and foremost, I want to talk about the uh, Lakers and Warriors preseason. Last season and the season before that, we knew the Lakers to play pretty good the first three quarters, two and a half quarters. All of a sudden, that lead dwindles down. End up losing it in the fourth quarter and losing the game. And they lost so many close games because of that and found themselves in the position <clears throat> They were fighting to be in the play-in at the end of the season because of it. Preseason oh. comes along, they beat the Warriors 75% of the game through three. Somehow they lose that lead and lose the game. Old, old habits die hard, but it is the preseason. So I want to ask y'all over and under. We'll start over and under today. 50 wins for the Lakers. 50 bones on them? Ah. Uh... Grew up with L.A. <clears throat> my father was an L.A. fan. Scratch that. My father was a Kobe fan, and Kobe rested his head with L.A. So, by default, he is an L.A. fan. Raised in that household, so you know when I put on my Giannis jersey, I was immediately excommunicated. But I still hold love for the family. Still hold love for the family. I'm putting them under. I'm putting them under. Not to say that you don't go full gas in preseason. I mean... It really is up to the GMs. It's up to the organization, how they want to play the season, how they want to start it. Because we got, you know, like Nuggets fielding their first squad, putting out the numbers. And then we got teams like, you know, maybe the uh, Bulls or, you know, sometimes like the Bucks, you know, off and on again games where they field out their strength, their first stringers. But we've seen this pattern with the Lakers before. And I'm worried that they haven't switched up yet. I'm worried because, I mean, Darvin Ham's been at the helm for now two years. Somebody take away T's keyboard. But um <laughs> keep going, bro. They uh they've been doing this. We've seen this before. So I am worried that this is exactly what they are gonna look like. And we don't know 80s health status. We don't. At least not completely. Listen here, you keyboard warriors. Hey, no, keep it, keep it pushing. Come on, come on. Come on. But uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. I think Lakers are gonna be under 50. It's not to say I believe that they can't make a playoff push for a plane or anything like that. But I think they're showing us exactly what they have been showing us. So leave it at that. Uh. Oh, is, is it me? Uh, I feel like I don't. I don't know. I think I think they go over fifty. Yeah. The Lakers with a, with a good. I feel like LeBron determined. AD healthy. Oh, they got Austin Reeves. They got my dad. That's my white boy. That's my white boy, bro. That's what's gonna get us canceled. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's cool, bro. It's cool, but. I feel like, yeah, over 50, I mean, it, it's not like they don't have the squad. Now, we got the cons. We got LeBron is old. Well, getting old, so hopefully no injuries happen with him. 
We got AD always injured, but we know the potential AD got. So it's, I don't know, man. Over 50. I'm going to say over 50. I'm sticking with that. And we're going to see. All right. By your heads. By your head. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Could you, I'll tell you about taking your hat off. <laughs> um, I'm going over 50, and I say that because the Lakers retooled midseason and made it to the Western Conference Finals with a record of 43 and 39, almost broke even. So now they've had a whole offseason of Rob Palenka sneakily trying to be GM of the year because he doesn't get the credit he deserves for retooling midseason and retooling through the offseason the way it should have been retooled, right? Because they're moving it so, you know, AD can play the position he wants because he will be the face of the franchise once LeBron leaves, should he be healthy enough, God willing. Then you got people like, you know, Rory Hachimura, who's – Thank God made his way out of <laughs> made his way out of Washington and is like just blooming in in LA. You got niggas like Tarian Prince who we finally brought back and just needs to be doing what he should be doing. Just hit shots. Once he does that, that lets Austin Reeves become the star we didn't know he was gonna be. That lets people like who else did they grab? Let D kind of figure it out and, like, become a better version of – I think he could be a Mike Kindly kind of guy, not with the defense, but I feel like that would be his ceiling if he got the defensive part together, which he's trying to in the streak season. He's given a lot of effort. But with the team they got set up around him, I think they can they can confidently shoot for about 55, 56 wins. Yeah, I think so too. Thank you. Now, I'll say this. I, I think the same thing, but I'm going to put some conditions on it. If AD and LeBron can string together 50 games at least, uh, maybe 55 to 60, I for sure think they get at least 50. Well, this your team, Will, so you got to. Yeah, they, they need to stay healthy because they – that year that uh, – and it seems like it's every year other than the year they won. Brian Solomon Hill falls on LeBron's leg. Damn, that breaks his ankle. AD touches grass. Every every year, something happens, bro. So this year is going to have to be the year, especially with LeBron near 40. They're going to have to stay healthy, bro. If they do, they get it. Um, we're going to stay on the West Coast. About <clears throat> six hours north with this one, though, right? So, Klay uh, Thompson, allegedly, in contract talks with the Golden State Warriors, has not Come to a conclusion on his deal with the Golden State Warriors. League sources are allegedly reporting that Clay Thompson may test free agency this upcoming offseason. Mm. We think about that. What do we think about possible destinations? I had it, bro. I don't feel like I don't feel like he can go anywhere. Like that's his that's his spot. The Warriors, bro. That's his spot. So if it happened to turn out to be a free agent, I feel like he's gonna retire. I feel like this is gonna be his last season. If if that if that wind up happening, I don't feel like he's going anywhere else. And it how weird would that be? Like, can you imagine? Say he on the Heat. No more like, Splash Brothers, bro. Like that's crazy. 
Yeah, bro. You know that that's that's what they know for Splash Brothers, bro. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if that if that do happen, I don't I don't think he gonna play no more. Nah, I think you know it's kind of a kind of a double advocate with it. I hope contracts go well because, like you said, I mean, advertising went for went for itself. I mean, Splash Brothers are a, a household term. I mean, when you think of some of the greatest shooters to play the game, Clay doesn't Clay doesn't you know come out less than top fifteen, top you know. Clay is Clay is a shooter of the league Hall of Fame books. All right, he he's a shooter shooter. But having said that. If he does go to another team, I think that would honestly be great for his brand. I would love to see him come out into his own. Not to say that he hasn't, because Clay has done things in his name under Gold State brand that will forever be remembered. I third, fourth quarter Clay is a Clay I want on my squad every day of the week. But if he were to lead, I think he would do great things. I, re- I truly believe that he's done great things to the Warriors, but. If they can't finalize the numbers he wants, he's damn he damn sure gets what he needs. I right? he is a player worth the money. Okay. okay. And we got we got keyboard warriors, so I don't know if they, you know. But uh they're fighting a good fight, ain't they? For real, okay. man. Okay, okay, Twitter okay, Twitter fingers. I can hear okay. you over there rambling. Come on, special K. <laughs> I can hear you rambling. We need to disable yeah. the chat, man. Clearly, the Warriors and the Warriors as a whole is just that that dynasty will be actually done with. Because every year we keep thinking, like, you know, no matter what, you can't count out the Warriors because you got Clay, Steph, and Draymond. It's never just Steph. Now, Steph will always keep you in a game, but we never count out the Warriors because it's Clay, Steph, and Draymond. We already thinking that Draymond was getting ready to retire any time now. Now, Clay test free agency, I'm calling that dynasty. Like, they had it. It's over now. Because you got teams like the Bucks, bigger, stronger, younger. The Celtics coming right behind them. The Sixers. If Clay leaves, I just feel like it's the beginning of the end for the Warriors. Draymond will, like, retire next. Kevon Looney gets shipped somewhere. Or, you know, they bring in a new cornerstone. Like, I don't know. Maybe they go and trade for LaMelo Ball, try to get him away from the Hornets and lead the next era of the mm. Warriors. Let him be the next Magic, which I truly see that's his fool. Honestly, to me, that's his ceiling, is Magic for me. Mm. Not with all, like, you know, the first opposition, but just a pure playmaking. But back to the Warriors, like I said, if Clay tests free agency, I'm, I'm calling it as the beginning of the end for the Warriors. Damn, the whole end for him? <laughs> Can't last forever, brother. They had to start falling at some point. When we but talk do see, about, do you see Clay going to another team? You see it happening? Oh, okay. Oh, no, I, guess, I, I guess my I theory crazy. I don't think he's showing everything his bag. To be honest, it's mm-hmm. not far fetched. T. Um, the only thing I think would would ever change Clay's mind that bag. That's the only thing I think could change it if, if he offered a lucrative contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm gonna agree with T here, man. On on the point of. I don't think that there is a Warriors, at least right now, until he retires without Klay Thompson. You think about the Spurs, right? Tony Parker went to the uh, Hornets later in his career, yes. But for that nearly 15-year period, it was Parker, Duncan, Ginobili. It wasn't no, it wasn't no Spurs without them three. I know Duncan was the Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. But uh, I don't think it's any Warriors without Clay, Steph, Dre. So we're going to see how that go. I think, I, think, I think they get them right. I think they get them right for sure. Uh, we're going to stay in the NBA um, with some very interesting news. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of alleged when it comes to this. So I want to be very careful what I say. <laughs> Basically, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has some legal issues with some. Uh, <coughs> Right. Mm. Uh, fast forward, suspended from all Houston Rockets activities. And remember, he averaged twenty points per game last season. He was a solid contributor to that that ass team, but he, he averaged twenty points a game. Um, so fast forward, he's traded to the Oklahoma City Oklahoma City Thunder, and then two future first second round picks go to the Oklahoma City Thunder as well. Thunder proceed to waive Kevin Porter Jr. So considering what he's going through, and you know, I haven't heard any news on a verdict or anything like that. Keep on saying things. Be very careful with that. Is he done in the league considering the issues that he's having? I want to say no. I'm 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 be first say I don't think he's done in the league. Uh I think he's still got a lot left to show. And in all fairness, and I hate to say this because you want to hope that everybody that make it to this point who who gets to play ball for a living lives lives a certain way, wants to continue doing that, wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that. Again, we work with a lot of legends. We work with a lot of legends. Supposedly, we heard this. She said that. So I'm not putting names to numbers. I'm not putting guilt to a face. But what I will say is that I don't think he's done because there are some cats in this league that have done more and played more. Mm-hmm. And we don't know anything. Yes, he was suspended, but that made that we've seen a lot of teams do that preemptively to make sure there was no connection to the organization. So I don't know what moves were made in the back scene. I don't want to judge a young brother, but if that's the case, that's the case. But I don't know. I want to believe that he's going to play. Yeah, I mean, once you make it, it's hard to get back to the stage if you walk away. It truly is. So I hope he wouldn't give that up too soon because to make it to this stage, a lot of young cats will mess it up early and they figure it out early, you know, and get their stuff straight. So I'm hoping that this is his wake up call. Hoping this is his wake up call. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's done yet, and you know, plus it is a bunch of uh, legends. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, possibly he still he still could play. I think. I don't think it's a. I don't think it'd be fully over for him. I mean, hopefully not. You know, hopefully he get on the right track. If you know all that stuff is true, it's alleged. But yeah, if you get on the right track, you know he'll be back. Okay. All right. Can you go ahead and uh, Can you say it. Say <laughs> I. Hey, anyway. go ahead and say what you go ahead and say what you just put in the chat. Say what you say, you want me to read it? <laughs> I want the prompter right here. If it's true, allegedly, then my man's need to be beating defenses and not women. He really said it. <laughs> and what I say is that allegedly, because it's not easy. It is not easy to get rid of that brand once you have it, especially as a young brother in the league. 
Would you have that brand of an out of control dude who can't show up and get the job done, who's not doing what he needs to be doing to get right for the next game of the season, whose mind is not completely in it, then every team is just going to pass on you just because you have that stigma about you. Just think about the NFL, which there are a ton of players who probably have done it and haven't gotten caught yet or have done it and it just got swept. But it is not easy to let it go once you've gotten it, even if you turn out to be innocent. Even if you turn out to be innocent, you were caught up in it to begin with. And that's the hardest part about it. Especially as a young Burnley where you haven't really made a mark yet. And what's worse is that he was already he was starting to make his mark in Houston. Because remember, he was playing up in, um I think it was either OKC or Indiana or somewhere up north. And he was like, you know, he was kind of sporadic, had kind of that Kelly Oubre kind of feel. You know, could drop 20, but not consistently. And now he was starting to get it right. He started to get together with Jalen Green and the team, you know, Jabari Smith and all them. And this comes out. And same thing with Miles Bridges. You know, another brother that was starting to figure out. Like, we were constantly seeing him average, like, 18, 20 points per game. Coming off the bench with all these star players and, like, really making names up. Alongside LaMelo Ball on them. Like, he was his tandem. Terry, LaMelo, Miles. And so, like, once you get that brand, even if he turns out innocent, he was already got the charges put against him. He already had the jail time numbers put out. The sentence was made public. Mm-hmm. So even if he gets out of it, he was looking at years in jail for a felony. Felony is attached to his name. Yeah. So if you slip up and, like, you get sent out to go play, you know, you end up playing for, like, you know, fucking Guangdong in China. You might not make it back to the league. You might have to figure it out overseas. And that sucks because I bet you as a little kid, you was dreaming about playing the NBA. Crazy story. And here you are messing it up or being a part of something you probably shouldn't have, being somewhere you probably shouldn't have been. It's actually a good question for the crew. What do you think about it, like, for these young cats that get to the league, you know, give them two, three years in the league, and then some go down? What do you think is it that – changes them to act the way they do. And I pose that question because when we was talking about Malcolm, I mean, Michael Nikhail Bridges, and we was talking about, you know, uh, Porter Jr. It reminded me, you know, I remember the documentary that came about Giannis Rise. I don't know if y'all ever watched it. But, um, and yeah, I don't know how much they dramatized, but basic story is this man came from a separated family of, you know, Essentially, illegal immigrants, you know, just hopping, trying to make it, finding the ball wherever he could. Him and his brother shared shoes to go hoop. And he finally made it into this AAU team, and then international, and then he, he got picked up to go to the draft, and then he got drafted. And now, I mean, last time Giannis won a chip, he videotaped himself going to Chick-fil-A and giving 50 chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then this man, you know, the, the post you see about Giannis, it's not about the money. It's not about the women. This man posts on Instagram tell, telling his favorite dad jokes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you have to be, you have to come from the absolute gutter. But to come from that, to act like that, there's not a lot you can tell me that you, you say, you know, it's the money, it's the, you know, it's the game that changes. Because this man came from nothing. 
And now he's just happy to have a bratwurst while playing the game he loved. Right. And what? not to say these cats also didn't come from nothing, but, you know, if you're coming from the same rap, what, yeah. what you doing? What you doing? Now, my thing on that is, where where is, is Giannis from? Is Giannis from another, where is he from? It, it, not from the United States, right? No, no, he is. Uh, yeah. He is. Uh, so that's the, thing, that's the thing with these guys. The thing his parents with, are Nigerian, but he's yeah. from Greece. Yeah. So the thing with these guys is that's getting the bread, you know, uh, it usually tends that, you know, African-Americans from the States, you know, motherfuckers come from nothing, get the money, a lot changes mm-hmm. for them. So yeah, I feel like that's a big difference man, in the, the, the culture, you know? That's valid. That's valid. Yeah. So that that's that's what I feel on that. Um, so it, it, the background's different, man. I'm pretty sure, you know, he probably, you know, had – Unfortunately, he's always a single parent home. Sometimes ain't come yeah. from nothing. I mean, maybe these guys did. I, I don't know their background, but you know, they, that's usually the the main thing of it all. That's, a, that's a great point. That's a great point, T. So, a little history about KPJ. Um, oh yeah, I in two thousand four, when he was four years old, mm-hmm. his father got killed in an altercation um, at a bar. Yeah, got killed. Shit, yeah, that, that shit and, crazy. He, he was he was raised by his mother, yeah, and uh, and I know that was probably hard on him, but you know I would uh, I would kind of agree with what you and even what Christian are saying in that coming from those backgrounds, coming from those situations, you don't want to put yourself in a situation to where your bag is being impacted. Yeah, you made you made some good out of everything that happened in your life, KPJ. Yeah, you made it to the biggest stage. This is probably his biggest dream, and I don't know the facts, so I'm not gonna say he did anything. But uh, in certain situations, we want to try and avoid, if at all possible, and maybe something comes out of this for allows him to get back in the league. It's just a learning experience. Yeah, and it's also this is not on topic. What's the Kai Jones dude, like all I seen dude, he was on Instagram live, I think, just vibing, and now he, now he getting bounced. Like, what, what's the problem the with him vibing on Instagram live? I don't know, but I know I read that he had left the team for personal reasons, indefinitely for personal reasons, and I don't know if they put that out just to make sure that you know, like he's off the team for personal reasons, not to like just not to say anything about it, to keep it confidential. Maybe he was just off the team. Maybe he's because it's a lot of mental talk is kind of finally being talked about in the NBA. We started with Kevin Love, and he had Demar, and you know maybe it's just like he was taking some time, you know, get his mental right. But whatever mm-hmm. the facts were, is that he took some time off for personal, and they waived him. Now I personally have not seen a single article that says you know he has this girl saying this, he has this dude saying this. He's got charges or right. anything like that. Right. So I'm personally thinking that, you yeah. know, it was actually some personal time. And that personal time, they just didn't line up with what the Hornets were trying to do. Or they just didn't allow him to really fully get that personal time. And now he's a free agent. So, I mean, like I said, this is about as ambiguous as you can get as far as, like, the facts around the story. Because, I like I said, I don't know anything about Kai Jones. I just seen him play a couple times, and like I said, I think he's 
if you don't have the money to get a star player like AD, he's he's definitely the poor man's AD. He's a, he's got great motor, great bounce, can create his shot a little bit, mm-hmm. and is yeah. a spot up a great spot up shooter. And like I say, he's like six eleven seven something. So you could definitely use that kind of that kind of like physical ability and game anywhere in the NBA. So I really hope that he gets picked up somewhere because he's got game. But, you know, I'm really just hoping that, you know, he's doing all right and that it's really just personal time and they just didn't allow him to get that time and I hope he do get it. And a lot of these guys in the league and really anywhere, no matter where you at, but especially in the league, when they're exposed to all this money, all this nightlife, they go through an identity crisis um, sometimes and that can impact their mental health. Take some time to get out of that. Hoping this is not the case, but you know he's uh, waived. He is a talent. Let's not forget he mm. was a mid first round pick. Like Definitely he said, talented. he's very talented. Yeah, talented from uh, University of Texas. Yeah, so he he knows what's going on. So I do hope that he can get picked up by a team. And- For real. I think one of the things that got to be talked about is like it's not always the flip side where it's like you know. They got the money and started acting a fool. It could also be, you know, they tried to do play the savior and try to save everybody who helped them along the way. You know, try to buy this person a house, buy this person a car, make sure this person is good. Or, yeah, you got the money, but don't feel like it's secure yet. Like you gotta, there's some like there are things you still gotta be doing to make sure that bag stay with you. So you can't save everybody as soon as you get that check. Like, I like like the intentions is yeah. always good, but you gotta be smart with it. Like. You got to put yourself in a position to where you can keep making this kind of money and then you can help when you get that guaranteed kind of contract. I feel like this is a good segue into the the next topic because it, it leaves on James Harden. Bro start hanging with little baby and the dude don't know what. <laughs> yeah, he. He don't know what he want to do. Where where was he at in, in, in practice, bro? He he's, Apparently he skipped practice. Uh, got on the jet to Houston. I don't know if the baby had a hundred thousand dollars for him or something. <laughs> uh, but does he miss the Rockets, uh, little baby? Does he? I mean, what's going on with what's going on with James Harden? Well, maybe, uh, maybe you know, little baby and Drake was cool. You know, they got songs together. So maybe <laughs> you know, you heard Drake moving out to Houston now. So maybe James Ooh. Harden want to. Maybe he want to be with Drake too and little baby at the same time. Maybe, maybe that's what's going on. Or maybe he do miss the Rockets, but he was already on the Rockets. So what's going on? He was already on the Rockets. I, he ain't want to be there, right? That's why he's not there no more. What's going on with him? Uh, I'm gonna wait till the regular season to do whatever he got to do. Cause like you so like to remind me, this is just the preseason. It's just the preseason. No, no. real the game, the games that's going on, bro. Like. Actual stats going on, all that. We talking about like he not showing up to team practice and everything. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bro. It, it for sure speaks of a certain lack of commitment to the team. Respect yeah. himself in the game he supposedly loves to play. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what reasons he's been given, but if I am the organization behind James Harden, I am looking – to retool, I'm looking to fix this before the actual season starts because if he misses any more, I mean, this isn't a new cat. This isn't, you know, exactly 
a, a year one draft pick who's blinded by lights and the fame and he's hanging out with all these you know other stars and that he's like oh i gotta hang out with a little baby i mean it's my first connection in the league i got this nah bro check his company he he's sipping this product and he don't know what to do with himself so I, I'm I'm thinking about retooling if he keep missing practice because we you can't go into the season with this kind of work. Hell yeah, but he just want to get traded. Mm-hmm. And there are better ways to say you want to get speak up. Uh, you damn sure done it before about what you want to be traded was making you meek now. Exactly, bro. Can you? Boy, look, like I said, me and Christian are from H Town. When James Harden came to the league, that was one of my favorite players. Especially him coming off the bench in OKC. This dude came off the bench like he was a starter. Like, all right, I'm in the game now. We can all calm down, watch what's about to happen. Look what I'm about to do to this defense. Like, and he go in there, ha, 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 hit it. Then they let him go and let him just run wild in Houston. And that was a bad man. Houston James Harden dropping 60-point triple-doubles. That was a different man, and I think, I think we've we're seeing a James Harden who's, I want to say, giving up, but just he's not, he's not giving in, he's not giving everything to the game like he was supposed to, like he was with Houston, where he was, I'm not gonna say forced, but he was handed the keys and said, "Go win us some games, go get us these wins," and he was doing that. He was in the gym, in the lab. You could see an Instagram post. He was very so like he was always on social media, but it was always workouts. Him connecting with other stars in like the Chino Hills runs, LA Fitness Gyms runs. Like Houston James Harden was was flashy, but he was flashy about showing his work. And the James Harden we've seen since then, I just don't. I'm going to say here on this podcast, and I love James Harden. Christian knows it. That was one of the very first jerseys I ever got. But I'm seeing a James Harden that just doesn't have that dog in him no more. Doesn't have that dog in him to compete, to go get a championship like he's always saying he wants. I think he's just looking for an easy ride to a championship, and I hate that. Because now I feel like I see more headlines with him with celebrities than I do with headlines of him in a gym with celebrities. It's one thing to be like, like to be with the baby on a random weekend after you've been in the gym the other six days. Like be on the plane with little baby, but then let me let me see you doing a workout with like Dwayne or shit. Boy, that boy, that's a Mack truck in a hoodie. I <laughs> yeah. So like I don't mind you. Talking to these people, I don't mind you loving the life you live, dog. You the envy everybody, but don't don't act like you know you can do all this and nobody gonna say nothing like like that like you untouchable. That we talked about last we talked last time we talked about this. Will you put up a TikTok with Kevin with Kevin Garnett and uh, talk about Melo? You know, like you ain't got infinite wiggles, my bro. All right, you getting a little calm down. I you not th- you not that guy. You ain't you ain't worth that kind of activity. You feel me? The thing Boy. about Harden is, uh, oh yeah, okay. I remember. Do y'all remember when the report came out that Kobe had tapped him as like the next one? Yeah. Like, mm. when James Harden come out. He had came out of 
Arizona, like he did it in OKC, and once he got to Houston, like there was a report and a lot of things around the league, a lot of rumors going around the league that Kobe had tapped him. Like, this is the next dude up. That Love James Harden, that. I'm talking like this, not Braze James Harden, because that's how I kind of see it now. I'm talking Mohawk James Harden that kept it a buck every mm-hmm. game and was on highlights dropping dudes. And not just the highlights, but getting the points and getting the W's to go with it. Now, I'm not going to say nothing about his playoff stats because, you know, he is not he struggled mightily in the playoffs. But that James Harden that was tapped by Kobe, that mentality was there. That body of work was proven. And he had the the godfather of having that dog and you tap him as the next dog. This is a far, far fall from grace. Yeah. And uh, we don't what, – what I'll say, what I'll say, closing statement about Harden, man, I think he's hungry for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's not hungry for a championship. He uh, Obviously, he wore the fat suit to get out of Houston. Man. Didn't work out in Brooklyn. It's not working out with uh, the 76ers, and he's with a generational player, so we'll see how that goes. But he don't got that hunger no more. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of stay in Texas a little bit, but we're gonna move to football. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> Browns beat the 49ers 19 to 17. Uh, mm. a week or so after 49ers dropped 42 in a 30-point win over the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you mean the so, week before? Yeah, so <laughs> does this say more about the Browns' defensive potential or the Cowboys inconsistency as a team? Mm. Bro, I'll take this one first. I got. I need to formulate something because I'm. I'm taking oh, the back. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking the back right now. Uh, I'm gonna say it highlights more of the Cowboys inconsistencies because I don't believe the Browns are a bad team, and you know, 49ers are allowed to lose just like any NFL team. The Cowboys, however, have a much more storied history of being inconsistent. And uh, how do I put this lightly? I don't. Garbage. Of being hot garbage. There you go. We got, we got another one. We got another one. <laughs> my man, my man, y'all. It's the Cowboys. Now, we talked about this last week. We talked about it before. So I ain't going to waste my breath. Everybody know how I feel about this. Cowboys. There we go. In a cowboy hey, dog, hat. I call In it like I see it. Um, all right, let me talk to you. <laughs> game recognized game, and they look unfamiliar. Y'all, stop it. Stop it. All right. <laughs> this Come on. It says more about the Cowboys than it does about the Browns. All right. I'll leave it at that. Oh, y'all. Hell. Every last one of you. <laughs> All I see is long ass hot dog legs. Burnt hot dog legs. All I see is burnt hot dog legs on the camera, hey, bro. Hey, man. Oh, man. Bro. This is crazy. Oh, Right, my bad, man. <laughs> Somebody take it. I can't deal with y'all. Well, anyways, bro. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I guess I guess is is Cowboys uh, inconsistency, but uh, the Forty Nine is losing like that. Crazy. But and, and it stands also because they lost uh Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. And those are the guys. So that also poses a question is is apparently Brock Purdy ain't like that without them. <laughs> so that that's where I'm standing with it now. So everything I said last week about Brock out the window because I see he need his guys. He need them. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, if I guess if he didn't lose them, then they would have won. So that just raises questions on Brock Purdy, uh, Brock Purdy's, Brock Purdy's play as well. In, in my opinion, I'll agree with that statement when it happens again. I want, <coughs> I want to give grace in that you know, games ain't always gonna go the way you got you want them to, especially when you lose high level combatants off your squad like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, you know, this is your. This is your sign, my man. Like there are gonna be times when you ain't gotta have every weapon. Exactly. Yeah. Step up and use what you got. Exactly. So I'm give grace on this one because he has shown me what he can do with the right weapons. And we'll see how the rest of the season go. But occur again when we come back to it, which I'm sure we will. I will mm. properly dissect this man. But until that point, I'm gonna give grace. Let him hit the gym. Let him hit the playbook. Relax. Reset. Running. Mm. Okay. What you got? What you got? He muted. I'm supposed. To, I'm supposed to go after that. That was. That was his little mic drop. <laughs> Bro ruined it. <laughs> what you say? Really? Okay. I'm gonna say that it's. It's. I'm giving this to the Browns, and I say that is because we always expect. Dallas. Everybody knows Dallas is wildly inconsistent. Every year we come in with high expectations because, you know, we've seen this, we've seen this. The first couple weeks go great, and then they just start dropping dropping wins to teams that they should have no business losing to and losing in emphatic fashion, no less. And we're seeing plays from Dak and L players where it's just like, how you make this kind of play? So I'm giving it to the Browns defense because, one, we knew the Browns defense could be good. That's what they predicated their whole fan base on. Welcome to the dog pound, right? Could be. Could Could be, be. yeah. And they've just kind of been waiting for it to come together. But we know the whole situation with the Browns. I mean, you got players burning their faces, still playing in the game, trying to be that dog. True, true, true. You got a quarterback who we – can't trust to either be in the gym or the massage parlor, allegedly. <laughs> so you never expected. I heard they got a special parlor now and later. <laughs> I heard they got. I, I I heard about that massage parlor you be going to. They be running the now and later special. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Alleged, alleged, alleged. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's gonna be strike two. You keep playing. That's strike two. <laughs> this, hey, y'all. I wanna uh, go ahead and end this show off on a thank you for all my listeners. Uh, for hey. all my listeners, we appreciate all uh, whatever of y'all. Hey, man. Because uh, it won't be no more. Three episodes <laughs> in and it's over, man. This was a beautiful dream, brother. This was a beautiful dream. Anyways, um, we. 
Go ahead, K. <laughs> That's not the double fist pump I was talking about. Anyways. <laughs> come on, man. 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 Come on, Knocked out his helmet. It looked like he snapped his neck. I was low-key worried about it. But a fight broke out against the Cowboys and Chargers Monday Night Football this week on the 16th. Eckler got rocked out his helmet. Mm-mm-mm. Is this is this good or bad for the NFL? These types of altercations that continue to happen. Oh, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Let them, boy, let them, boy, let them boys hey. go at it. Let them boys, because look. The NFL getting softer. You can't be aggressive no more and hitting. I mean, I understand all, you know, CTE, uh, precautionaries and all that. And you don't want, you know, players getting hurt like that. But, I mean, it is becoming softer. So, shit. Hey, let them niggas <laughs> fight with their gloves on. Hey, we used to play NHL. Uh, team. They, they, they got their gloves on. They got helmets on. I don't see why they yeah. can't just us. Hey, TV. they do it in hockey. We play, we play NHL for a minute. And you hit somebody hard enough, you start a fight. <laughs> it start, it start, it start going at it. You know what I mean? So, I, so yeah, I like it. What y'all think? Angola, is it bad for the body? Yes. Is it good for business? Yeah, yeah. A little, a little mink, mink. Definitely put the shootings up, man. Let me tell you, all right. This it definitely turns heads. It definitely gets people back on Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night football. Uh, in fact, it's a great strategy. I hope Jerry Jones puts in the use so that he can personally fill the stadiums because he' about to put a helmet on. He's so done with this team. Damn, Twitter fingers! I'm about to say, man. We yeah. disable in the chat. The chat's no longer a thing. <laughs> we had it for one episode. That's <laughs> why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> anyway, Kane, what you think, dog? Good or bad? A little mink mink. A little mink mink is crazy. Um, my, my mink mink's a little different. So what's your mink mink? <laughs> Hey yo! <laughs> Don't put that business on the well, podcast. Yeah, what you, what you what you think? What you think, sir? What you think, sermon man? I'm sorry to cut you off. Right, man, man, brother, brother of the cloth. What do you think? What's the good book say about this? First off, the good book says you got the right hand of God and the left arm of the devil. So you may as well use them both. What I'm saying is, I see no reason that you can't let them scrap for a little bit. In hockey, they own dangerous skates with them blades on their feet, throwing hands while keeping balance like that, which I think is impressive as all get out, to be throwing blows while you standing on two fucking knives. In football, they got helmets on, pads, and everything. Let them throw a couple before you break it up. Like They are literally (laughs) 
Like, you get what I mean? Like, they are literally, you see some of these tackles be crazy. I mean, you got Derrick Henry mm-hmm. bouncing this off the ground, dribbling. <laughs> I'd be, I'd want to get up and fight him too. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you said he was bouncing. You said he was bouncing them off. The- <laughs> <laughs> what? And you said he want to do it to him too. <laughs> Wait, what you mean, buddy? <laughs> Can you explain? Hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. Can you explain well, it? A little hey. bit? You gonna have to clarify that statement, bro. Can you explain what you meant by that, brother? What do you mean by bouncing? Bouncing what, man? <laughs> Hold on, bro. What are you talking about? This football, not basketball. What's going on? Clarify that statement, please. Do you want that clarified? Bow your heads. Do you want more information? Uh, bow your heads, brothers. We got to bow here. Look here. You need to tell me you ain't. <laughs> Y'all niggas, let me finish. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> bro, even the giraffe is just sad with your decisions. Look at that. Wow. We're going to talk about that later, bro. Yeah, off air, bro, because that's insane, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sleep tonight. Mm. All right. Can I go? Can I go down? Y'all different, man. Man, no. Can you go? Yes, please. <laughs> Say something. Just you ain't sermon today, bro. You didn't lost the pass, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, yeah. sermon revoked, bro. Nah, I don't. I don't yeah, want it off the pass. Bro, look. You need to tell me you ain't seen Derrick Henry. Come back away, brother. For he will forget. You ain't seen Derrick Henry literally stiff arm a dude and he literally bounces up off the ground. Damn. Yeah, I ain't ain't dude is dude is strong as hell, bro. Literally, like it looks like stiff arm of the good lord on that. Like he leaves him and they bounce back. Put some sink on that one. Bro, that's what I'd be talking about. I got you. If I was one of them dudes, I'd want to get up and throw hands too. Like I gotta, I gotta right. get my, I gotta oh, yeah. get mine in at that point. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna do that. Well, well, when you put it, well, when you put it that way, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. You lay it with the stiff arm that time, so that, yeah. Uh, like you get, mm, like if I got my family yeah, in the like stands that. watching that, and they right. see me just get, nah, I gotta get mine in. I can't let my son see that. Yeah, yeah. that's facts. That's facts. Julio Jones. Um, first and foremost, the Eagles did lose their first game against the Jets. Shout out to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Baby Wilson. Um, <laughs> I think this says a lot about that team. But in the midst of that loss, in my opinion, one of the greatest uh, wide receivers mm-hmm. in the tens, Julio Jones is now Hell with the yes. Philadelphia Eagles. Hell Yes. Does this make them one of the favorites to make it back to the <laughs> big dance? Absolutely. I believe. Absolutely. 100%. Mm. Mm. 
That's can we get a round? <laughs> I mean, of, can we get a round of applause? Like, come on now, man, you got to man. Oh, yeah. you got to, like, look, yeah. the Eagles had everything. They won. They got to the. They got to the chip, and they was they was touted as one of the best teams of football when they got to the face. I think it was Kansas City, right? That they lost to in the Super Bowl. The Kelsey Bowl, I believe. Right, Kelsey Bowl. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they were still talking about, like, this team has got everything. So what do you do with a team that has everything? Get some more. Why not? Why not take a flyer on Julio Jones? You already got two great receivers, two young receivers, and a great quarterback. You've already locked him in. Why not take a chance on a veteran QB or a veteran wide receiver who, who knows what to do? Who's one of probably one of the greatest pass catchers in the history of football? Why not take a chance? It's not like you're losing anything. You didn't have to trade for him. You didn't have to, you know, compensate. You didn't have to give money for him. You just signed him. There's there's no negative with this. Either it works out and it just makes you that much better, or it doesn't and you move on, making your team no worse than it was before. I'm definitely for it. I think it's uh, a little bit biased. It's a power legend. I mean, when you think of Julio Jones, you back to being a kid watching watching him as a Falcon, just be yeah. that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to take – I mean, that was some – watching that, I have a special love in my heart for the Eagles and the Falcons. Those are, Kane will tell you, man, I mean, I switched between those teams so much. I loved it when they played against each other, man. I love me. I really think I love them for a couple reasons. I loved them when McNabb was running the helm over the Eagles. I loved it when Michael Vick took over as the Eagles. Deshaun Jackson. I, I've, they, it's a story over there in Philly. So to have Julio come and be a part of that tapestry, and they already got the, they already got the young brother in Jalen Hurts. Jason Kelsey bringing that? No. No, <laughs> I, I'm only excited. I'm only excited for what he brings to the table. Yeah. Because they're already a squad ready for the ready for the dance. They already had everything they needed. But now you now you put a nice little bow on it. Nice little something to bring to the nah, G. Be ready. And boy, Jason Kelsey, he missed the Iron Man. I just want to throw that in there. Let me tell you, all right. He they may have lost the Super Bowl, but don't you dare doubt Jason Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. Hardest working man under there, all right? Yeah. Yeah, I like it, bro. It's it's a good look. It's a good look. I mean, if, if it don't work out, it's still it's still a legend, man. But shit, man, that is cra- that's a crazy pickup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy ass pickup, bro. Like it don't even seem real, bro. They're my number one to, to the to win it all. If it worked uh-huh. out, yeah. Easily yeah. number one to win it all. I well, Actually. despite the loss to the Jets, I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause uh Hey, Jets going all the way, bro. Hey, Mike, I don't know, man. That's a Cinderella story that the NFL been wanting, so. They going to Cancun. Stop playing. Hey. Damn, Cancun. What's a, what's a, uh, what's a BTB football conversation without a little primetime news, right? So, I got Kane dressed for the occasion. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, Colorado. On the verge, they were on the verge of going five and two. We know that if they, you know, get that six and seven win at some point, which they may still do so, they'll be bowl eligible. So they'll be able to go to a bowl game a year after. 
play Stanford. Stanford is more so known for their academics. Shout out to Stanford. Go up 29 is it. Right. So, you know, we thinking this game over. After being a 29 zip, Colorado ended up losing that game in overtime. So that begs the question. Is discipline a concern for this Colorado team? Uh, are they really uh, infatuated with being the best team or infatuated with getting the most clicks? I know the Oregon coach said something about that. What do y'all think about that? I think it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And it's crazy <laughs> to me. Well, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. I believe what happened was not that they got not that they got caught. They have too much blind faith in who was leading them. Now, prime time is one of the greatest to ever do it. That's not a question. That's not an if. That's not a no, we can debate. That is a statement. He is one of the greatest to ever do it. A two-sport Two World Series, Super Bowl. One day did both. I mean, this man is an athlete to the absolute T. So with all the hype that surround having prime time as your coach, I think you sipped a little too much of the lean. I think you got it in your head that he's at the helm. There ain't nothing that can go wrong. So if y'all up 29 with prime time as your coach, Oh, you getting busy with it. You like, oh, let me go ahead and take a picture. Let me know what we about because you know the game is over. Put that damn phone down. You know why Primetime can act like that? Say the big beat up has the most bravado on TV? Because he has the work, he has the work, the resume to show for it. All right, you go down to the Hall of Fame, all right? You go be one of the best cornerbacks to ever play the game, and then I'll let you post whatever the damn well you please. <laughs> you can wherever the hell you want to the game. All right. You ain't even got to talk at dinner. All right. Do what you want. You have earned that for me. You have earned my respect and my viewership. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all totally. ain't got there yet. Y'all have not got there yet. Talk about it. Not to say that you don't have the work ethic, because I mean, I'm sure them Sanders, his boys, grew up with a certain type of work ethic. I'm, I'm sure. But that that cannot be where you stop growing. You cannot just grow up having a work ethic. You have to continue to have a work ethic. Yeah. That is not stagnant. That is a progressive piece of growth. All right? Winning does not make you a winner. Keep winning, and I'll, I'll that makes you a winner. All right? Winning one time makes you cool. Winning two times makes you the best. Winning three times earns you my eternal love and affection. All right? You have to keep doing it. All right? Consistency is what you want to see in sports. Exactly. Not glam, not a post that got you a million views. Exactly. No, give me three posts with three million views, all right? Give me 18 million followers. Give me a, a resume I can sit down and say, if I left the game today, I would be proud. Got to do more, especially with prime time as you coach. In fact, I expect you to do more than more. I want the best. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened, bro. <clears throat> that game... Uh, for the outcome to be like that, shouldn't have happened, but that shit is insane. And, then we and that it. proved whatever I was looking at. That proved to them, because they were talking about you. You know, they were saying like, uh, the Colorado really, all that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my man with my man's was posting the halftime. I mm, mm. It was my man's <laughs> posting the halftime. Hey, that got me hot, boy. That what was my man? Hot. What was my man's doing, bro? <laughs> that got me so hot. Young Buck? Man. <laughs> Dude, man. funny as hell, bro. Yeah, you funny as hell, man. Man. <laughs> hey. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can, not Will breaking character, bro. The fuck? Oh, hey. Wait, hey, who is man. this? Who is this? What the fuck? That's, 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 that's just the cuzzo effect, man. That's the brother. That's the twin effect. <laughs> um, check it out. We're going to close on this. We talk uh-huh. about Colorado. Travis Hunter, two sides of the field, offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Great talent. I'm wondering if he's healthy because he took that hit uh, for Blackburn. He took a couple of shots. I don't know if y'all remember uh, the shot he took in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Right to the rib cage, probably that same mm-hmm. area. That was yeah. yeah. So he takes all these hits every game. He's playing both sides of the field. Does he need to focus on one side of the field? Hell yeah. So what Hell side yeah. of the field is that? He, oh please, he go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it, it need to be offense, bro. There's no way, bro. He he's on he, both sides, bro. Just stay on the offense, bro. You got it, sir. I disagree. Ooh. I disagree. Oh, that's hot. Take. Only, I, I say that. Say that for two reasons. I say that for two reasons. Right, One, right. Spill it. Spill it. If I choose to be on defense. There are other ways for me to get in on the offense, to, for me to get the scores. Because I remember a certain player in the NFL, Devin Hester, mm-hmm. who couldn't stay out the end zone. Mm-hmm. And he did that through special teams. Now, I say defense for this other prime reason. Prime reason. You have one of the greatest cornerbacks to ever do it as your head coach. If I, if I had to make a choice on what's going to damn sure get me to the league, I've already shown enough that I play offense or defense, much like my coach did. I mean, maybe not offense and defense, but, you know, two-sport, you know, two-way kind of athlete. And now I have to make a choice on what I specialize in, and I have one of the greatest to ever do it as my head coach. And I got – and no one says I have to enter, you know, the draft immediately. If I could get – if he stays there all four years, if, you know, Colorado has him on lock like that, and I have four years of teachings up ahead of me from Coach Primetime, and I want to be a D-back, I am taking those. That's not included with tuition, all right? That's teachings that will go on for your whole career. I'm taking advantage of that. I'm going defense. Let me let me challenge that, though. Uh, so just to confirm, you're just going defense only, not defense and offense, right? If he has to specialize, I'm going defense and special teams if he okay. wants to do two. Okay. If you want to, because there are ways to be on the offensive while still playing mainly defense. Okay. You I, can't play offense and then you'll do a little defense. This just doesn't work like that. You feel me? Okay. Yeah, I thought you was talking about defense and offense. Okay. That's cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, defense and special teams. Gotcha. I think he'd be an absolute monster. And then just, it's just the, you just have the resource of all resources available. Yeah, that's he true. He'd be an absolute monster of a make to follow that path. By heads, by heads, by heads. Oh, oh. 
Chris, put your hand there. Come on. Sorry, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> sir, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, look, you guys. <laughs> Eddie's soldiers. Sermon, start now. Close open. We can't. <laughs> it's the about face that took me. Will you speak your piece? Speaking peace, brother Reverend. If he, I want him first off. I want him to stay at Colorado at least two more years, and in that two years, I want you to focus on weight gain and defense. Because, like Christian said, you have, you can learn defensive techniques from different stars. You can learn them from teammates, different plays you line up against. But if your head coach is quite literally and not almost not debatable, the greatest cornerback to ever play the game, and you have an option to pick between wide receiver and quarterback, what's going to give you a better chance of staying and making a name for yourself in the league than choosing the position that will let you link up and play against the best corner to ever do it? Now, if he does wide receiver, he can still learn from prime time and he can tell him what he sees what he do as a cornerback if he goes this way if he goes this way if he lines up like this lines up like that if he goes in motion he can still learn it from the opposite direction but it'd be so much easier to take it in from his from the viewpoint of a cornerback learning as a cornerback and the only thing I want him to do is gain weight because you just a little too lanky to you making plays but they're not you realize like look at his look at his feet he's not making like spectacular tackles all his plays are pass breakups, which is great. He's a ball hawk. That's he's got just a nose for the ball. Like he knows where to be. But he's not super physical with it if you watch it. He gets in between the player and the ball, but he doesn't like, you know, try to force him out of force him out of position. He just appears. So if he can gain some weight and then keep mm-hmm. learning from prime time, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem that any team will be welcome to have, and every other team would downright fear going up against. Because technically, you could just make another prime time. Yeah, you could literally prime time could be sending another prime time to the field. And who's to say that his son Shiloh's not learning exactly what he's supposed to be learning from his dad? So now technically, oh, you yeah. got two prime times, and now suddenly <laughs> Colorado becomes DBU. Because we all knew that you know, like Alabama was like RBU, you know, running back university. Clemson used to be wide receiver university. Colorado might be the new DBU if if some players let them. And why wouldn't they? The greatest player to play quarterback is your coach. For all, for all defensive purposes intended, you'd be – I'm not saying you'd be dumb not to, but if you can play both sides of the ball, you get to pick. I've seen a lot of longevity. A lot of techniques and a lot of ways to keep yourself safe while making plays for the ball from the dude to do it the best. All yeah. with the resources to stay healthy in, in the league. Because you know he's got connects to great workouts, great techniques, great health tips to stay in shape and do all. He needed to go play defense. 
And what Damn. I say, I'm a defense. I'm gonna agree with Damn. T. I'm gonna agree with T on that one because he said that he should stay as a wide receiver. But I get the point about the cornerback. Learning yeah, yeah. Greatest. No, they put it in, in a different perspective for real. Yeah, I get that. All I'm gonna say is he definitely needs to choose one. And if yeah. he's gonna do if he's gonna be a receiver, he need to be a receiver because as you as we see, no matter whether he going down the middle, sideline, he's gonna take some shots. Yeah. That's ultimately gonna impact you know, his efficiency as a cornerback. So he's gonna have to exactly. choose. Kenyon, you mentioned him putting on some pounds too. He need to put on some weight. Um so that's that. Uh that's prime time. That's BTB. I do want to give out some shout outs for the day. I ain't gonna share too much information, but shout out to my boy T. Been hustling. That's my cousin since day one. Shout out to T. Real talk. Um, doing your thing, bro. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, oh yeah, bro. Get your bread, bro. I don't need to. Bread. I don't want to say too much. That boy be hustling. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kenyon. Going through his uh his master's degree classes, knocking out essay by essay every day. Um, For shout real, out to bro. Christian. Mary man, we going Man. on more than a month now. It's been more than a month. Man, it was one month on the 17th. Okay. Uh, happy happy one month, my G. Bye, Good stuff, man. Happy one month, my G. Um, and then I'm going to do a shout out for myself, man. Just, uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Just doing what we can do, man. That's all. That's, shout that's out to you. Hey, that's you, the you, you, you the glue, man. Cuzzo, you the glue, dog. Remember Y'all, that. Hey, y'all the glue. Everybody bring their stuff. You you the glue. Ain't Damn. gonna lie. Much Couldn't love. do it without you, truly. Reason why I shout us out, man. I just want to say much love to y'all, man. We coming back next week with even more fire. Oh, yeah. oh y'all Hey, y'all be ready, man. It's another episode back to the board. Oh.